Well, hello everybody. My name is Bill Dupenthaler. I'm Mike Conan. And this is the Legacy Discipleship Podcast. Oh, we get asked questions all the time about what our mission is about, and we're disciple-making ministries. So over these next four episodes, we're going to talk about what does it mean to be a disciple-maker, somebody who is purposely, personally investing in other people's lives to lead them closer to the Lord. Let's dig in. All right, well, welcome back, you guys. Bill here with my buddy Mike, and, and we started a, a series last week uh, called... What is it, Mike? It rolls off your tongue. Well, disciple making, the bottom line, it's purposefully and personally investing in other people's lives to lead them closer to the Lord. Yeah, see, I love the way you say that. That's just so good. I can't, I, see, I get purposely and personally, I mean, I'm afraid I'm going to stumble around, which I kind of did right there. But anyway, <laughs> last week we talked about purpose purposefully, so being intentional about this thing, and, and it doesn't just happen by accident, you have to make a decision to do it, and this week we're talking about the idea that it's got to be personal, and I love this so much, uh, this, this idea that discipleship is personal, it's about relationships, it's not just about passing on information. If it was just information, we'd just like post a bunch of stuff on our website, which we do have stuff on our website, but that's not what it's all about. You know, as a pastor, I would have people come into my office all the time, and they would tell me things, and uh, some things were just, wow. And often, and when I was a young pastor, I would give them a book. <laughs> Here, take this book. It's got all the information you need. I, I shouldn't laugh, but it was like that moment where you think, okay, you know, it actually was not a great, it was not a bad idea to give them a book, right? I mean, books yeah. are helpful, but uh, what they probably needed more than anything was for me to give them a relationship. And part of the reason I would give them a book is if it was a woman, I didn't feel comfortable, you know, having the, this kind of relationship. But then I learned over the years, what they needed was somebody who was their same gender, who would come and come alongside them and have a personal relationship with them. And, and they, they could talk about, you know, those things. But boy, yeah. it's amazing how much safer it is to keep things impersonal. It's so much safer to... Uh, to keep things at a, a logical level and a business level, because then you don't face rejection, right? Yeah. You don't think that somebody's personally, you know, rejecting you. They just might be rejecting your message. If all you give them is the message, then they're, you know, if they, they don't like your book, then they don't like your book. But if they don't want to meet with you or if they don't like you, then you face rejection. I yeah. think that's, that's one of the things that is challenging about this yeah. personal part. Yeah. Well, and I think when, when people think about, discipling someone. I had someone ask me uh, last week, hey, would you disciple me? Sure. You know, and awesome. it was so cool. But like, what does that mean? And, I, and I've still been thinking about like, well, what does that mean? It you means know? purposefully and personally investing in somebody ah. else's life to lead them closer to the Lord. Ah, okay. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and obviously I'm joking, but you know, but it's like, uh, he doesn't need more information. I mean, y yes, you, you, you need to talk about the Bible, you need to pray together, and you need to bring them to Jesus. Obviously, that's what it's about. We'll see preview in the next Exactly. But, but, but the idea is uh, they don't need you to just email them once a week. Here's a little bit more information. Right. It's, it's about being together and yeah. sitting across the, the table from each other or going for a walk or whatever it might be. It's giving them a taste of God. Yeah. You're not just telling them about God. You're trying to give them a taste of who God is, God's character. I've been thinking about God's character more than anything over these last uh, few weeks. And I've become convinced more than ever that what people crave is 
God's character yeah. in us to them. Yeah. Well, you think about um, greatest event in the, in the history of the world, the incarnation, when Jesus became one of us yeah. and lived among us yeah. uh, to, to, of course, to save us by dying on the cross for us, but also to reveal to us the character of God and to, and to see who God really is because we could, we could experience him and know him and, and see him and touch him, at least they could back then. You know, and this whole idea of the incarnation, why didn't God just drop a bunch of flyers down from the sky in all languages and people could have just read about it? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it's silly, of course, you know, but, but this idea of, of God becoming one of us yeah. and coming to earth. Well, and, the, and the Bible says that, the, you know, he was tempted in every way just as we are, our high priest, you know, Jesus, this, yeah. this one who comes alongside us when we face challenges there's something really powerful about walking side by side with somebody who has faced the same challenges that you have. And discipleship, yeah. part of the core is, you know, we're all humans. We're all sinners. We're all people who are fine, trying to figure out how to live for God in this, in this crazy world. And, and I know when we meet with guys, and I, I've, I've certainly recommended a lot of people to meet with different people over the years. I always try to find them with somebody who's got a similar life to them. You know, yeah. that's a real powerful thing. Yeah, you know, if we come back to the, though, Bill, that that word that I'm going to let you run with is, uh, the Bill, you know, spent I 40 years in young life, you know, earn the right to be heard, brother, preach it. Well, you just took away my my uh, line. Did I really? <laughs> you just said, well, I'm going to let you. <laughs> well, I was going to set you up. Well, you set me up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, yeah, that was the the, the thing in young life. Uh, and it's still to this day is this idea of earning the right to be heard. Yeah. It, it is that that um, people uh, respond to people that they know uh, and, and you've earned their trust, Yeah, you know? And, and that's, that's the whole idea. We talk about uh, building bridges of friendship, you know? Uh, and, 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 and we'll talk more about, about that idea later, but, but, the, but this idea that, that um, yeah, you, you gotta go be with them and, and be with them personally. And, and, and live with them and do stuff with them. And by the way, uh, I think that discipleship, uh, there, I think there's kind of this idea sometimes that, that, um, that maybe it's going to be boring or, or uh, it's not going to be any fun. And, and I, think, I think that's part of the thing I really love about the whole personal side of discipleship is it can be a blast. It should be. It should be a blast. It, there, it's... Yeah, I mean, maybe it depends on your personality. If you're dealing with two engineers, maybe the blast is studying things at a depth level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you're dealing with normal people, you know, normal or, people, whoever that might be, I guess yeah. if there are such things, people usually do like to have fun, you know. And there is an element to disciple making that when it's personal, people laugh. I always think that the, the healthiest sign of a healthy church when I walk into is when I see people laughing, uh, because then I know that they are. There's a relational component there. Like when we, you don't laugh together with people until you get to know them better. Usually, you yeah. know that. And then when you laugh, it's it's really good. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Well, one of the other aspects to this personal thing, which I don't think that that this can be done if it's not in person, uh, but it's it's the idea of of modeling for somebody what it looks like. I love in 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 um in the letters throughout the New Testament, numerous times. Paul says, essentially, okay, if you want to know what to do, just watch me. Yeah, follow do, me as I follow Christ. Yeah. Follow me as I follow Christ. Do what I do. 
And, and uh, what an incredible challenge because we all know that we're selfish, flawed, you know, human beings. So in some ways, it's like, you know, don't watch me. But in, in the bigger picture, you know, with a big, huge asterisk, knowing that I'm a flawed, selfish human, yeah. still it, follow me as I follow Christ. Well, you have to show before you tell. You know, I mean, I mean, to that, use a little cliche. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to get our best cliches in here. Yeah, you know, and there is that sense, especially with with Gen Z. Uh, this is a big deal. They, they're hypocrisy sniffers, and so if they even sense, I've had this happen numerous times in the church where, you know, you tell them one thing, but you do something else, even just one little thing where you make a mistake, they will remember it for the rest of oh, eternity. Oh yeah, yeah, you're done. So there is something about. We, 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 as we're personally interacting with people, we, we show them and then we, we tell them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also that element of love too, that is, is a key part of disciple making because we're modeling the love of God, you know, to get another cliche in here, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I, that's one of my favorite cliches, frankly, I, yeah. I really like it. The idea of, you know what, I, people are not, when I was a pastor, I didn't get into a lot of trouble for doctrine, uh, but when people didn't feel like I would love them, they would look for anything to pick apart with me. And yeah. but when people felt like I loved them and cared about them, they were very open to anything uh, that I would be willing to share with yeah. them. You know, well, one of my, one of my favorite people, uh, and he's a pastor at at a local church here named Rick Enlow. Yeah, uh, one of the things that Rick always said was. Be the nicest person that anybody knows. Like if they, if they asked a question, you know, if you get asked a random question on the street, who's the nicest person you know? Oh, hands down, Mike Conan. Man, when you're around that guy, <laughs> you, okay, well maybe it'd be Joe Dahl. <laughs> Joe Dahl's our, 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 our technician, filmer, editor, the guy that makes this whole superstar podcast. You, you know, who's the nicest guy you know? It's, it's hands down, it's Joe Dahl. But, but, the, but the idea seriously is, you know, uh, be, that, be that person that, that people think of as, man, that, and what they mean by that is, you know, be unselfish, be loving. And, and, and again, bringing it back around to the idea of disciple making is you're teaching your disciples uh, to, to be Jesus to people, to model Jesus' life by watching you and, and, and by doing it together. Another way to think about this is Jesus said this, this is how you're gonna know your mind is, this is how the world's gonna know you're my disciples. Yeah. The way you're gonna know that, the way the world is gonna know that you belong to me is by the way you love each other. And if, if we're making disciples, this is what separates us from everybody else. It's not like you said, a, a downloading information time. It is that a little bit, because we, we'll talk about that in the upcoming podcast. But, there is a sense of love. There's a sense of intentionality. There's a sense of real connection, uh, and it's personal. And disciple-making has to be personal. Um, thanks again for listening. And we, uh, next time, are going to be digging into this whole idea of disciple-making is not only purposeful, it's not only personal, but it also requires an investment. That's right. Well, thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. And we hope that this little series on disciple making encourages you as you think about becoming a disciple who makes disciples. 
Yeah, and we would love it if you would uh, support what we're doing. Uh, check out our website, OurTrueLegacy.com, and we've got all kinds of great resources for you there, and, and we'd love to see you jump on board supporting us. Also, thanks for being a, a listener and a watcher of what we're doing, uh, and help people find out about us by liking, sharing, subscribing, uh, let people know about what we're doing. So thanks again, you guys, for being a part of all we're doing.